0: This is Nature Notes, our look at the natural world in West Texas, from the prairies of Ayano Estacado to the borderlands of a Chihuahuan desert. The booming probiotics market makes it plain. We humans have come to appreciate our microbiome. It's gut-level biology. Our digestion relies on the presence of good bacteria in our guts. But one West Texas creature has taken it to another level. Across millions of years, Texas carpenter ants and Blockbania bacteria have forged a singular symbiosis. The ant has evolved an organ specifically to host its good bacteria, and while we rely on the outside environment to acquire our biome, the ants are born with theirs, thanks to the colony's queen. Its mutualistic bond opens a window into the mysteries of evolution. From Marfa Public Radio and the Sibley Nature Center in Midland, this is Nature Notes. I'm Dallas Baxter. Perhaps it's our assumption that the non-human world is defined solely by violence and competition, by predator and prey, parasite and host, but win-win relationships which abound in nature are relatively understudied.:
1: Most of coevolutionary theory has nothing to do with mutualisms. It's like a totally different set of expectations when you have positive, positive versus positive, negative or negative-negative relationships.
0: That's Dr. Joe Manthe, head of a genomics lab at Texas Tech University. He's exploring the ant bacteria symbiosis. Carpenter ants, genus Camponotus, are found in forests worldwide. They nest in wood and scavenge the forest floor. It's an omnivorous diet of dead insect parts and plant detritus, and it often has nutritional shortcomings. That's where the blockmania comes in. The bacteria recycle nitrogen and produce amino acids missing from the ant's diet. The ants can survive without blockmania, but their fitness is markedly compromised. To study Texas carpenter ants, Manthe came to the Chisos Mountains of Big Bend National Park. Finding the ants wasn't easy. They nest in oaks out of reach and out of sight, and Manthe learned that they forage at night. Eventually, Manthe and his students found two colonies in the Chisos.
1: When you see a log and then you see a little pile of sawdust underneath it from a distance, that's an obvious telltale sign that something is burrowing in there. If it's really coarse texture, it's usually the larvae of beetles. And if it's a really fine texture, it's usually the carpenter ants. And if you just pull off a little bark, you can usually find them.
0: Manthe collected 14 Big Bend ants. He'll sequence the genomes of both the ants and the bacteria. And he's doing the same for carpenter ants and blockmania across the American West. Then he'll compare the findings. What could they reveal? A carpenter ant's diet in the Chisos differs from that of an ant in the hill country or the Rocky Mountains. That means that what the black mania does to supplement the ant's diet must also vary. We can imagine how predator and prey evolved together in a sort of arms race. West Texas pronghorn, for example, evolved their speed to evade the now-vanished American cheetah. But in examining the genes of ants and bacteria, Manthe will see how these two creatures have adapted to survive together, from place to place in an intricate evolutionary dance.
1: We'll be studying at least six species that are widespread and hopefully more. Hopefully that'll allow us to get at those bigger questions of the coevolution between the ants and their bacteria.
0: Carpenter Ants and blockmania formed their alliance at least 30 million years ago. It served them well. The poet Alfred Tennyson famously wrote of nature, red in tooth and claw. But this pairing reminds us the reality is far stranger. This episode was written by Andrew Stewart. I'm Dallas Baxter. Thanks for listening.